It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another installment of the RF Sports Radio Show. I am your host, RF. I'll be definitely joined by my co-host, Royce. Hopefully, we're having some of the contract negotiations right now, so hopefully he'll join me on the show today. But as y'all know, on Thursdays, it's one of our best shows. Uh, if you guys have been following the show, you know on Thursday we get into picks. Uh, today we're going to talk about, of course, college picks, football picks, get into a little playoff basketball a little Ryder Cup action coming on, and a lot of NBA teams are starting up training camps uh, coming up this week and actually uh, next week too, so we'll get into that because preseason basketball starts next week too. And uh, so definitely I, I thank you guys for tuning in, especially those who have been following the show for a while. Uh, the numbers are growing and growing, so we thank you guys for your participation in the show, for listening, and for spreading the word most definitely about the show. Uh, so without further ado, we definitely get started. And for y'all that don't know, our call-in number is still the same, 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. You can call in, give your opinion. Uh, we definitely like to hear from you guys. So look, without further ado, let's bring on my co-host here, the real star of the show. How you doing, Rodney? I'm doing good, Royce. How you doing? I'm doing just great. A lot of sports coming up. We got the the playoffs and, and baseball. We got the Ryder Cup coming up. We got college football. We got the NBA uh, camp starting up. That's a lot going on. Texas OU weekend. Like to look forward. Right. Exactly. And for those that uh, are watching the game right now, A and M is uh, beating. Um, Oklahoma State right now, twenty-one to fourteen. Oklahoma State just scored a touchdown not too long ago to go up to fourteen. So this game might get close. I think it will be a close game. We'll definitely see. Now, Royce, I hope you're not you know, mad at me. I put I put our con- contract negotiations out there for the world to know. I heard that. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Cyrus Gray. He scored a touchdown. He's local to Soto boy. Uh, he scored on a running touchdown. I was having to be watching the game before the show started. So, uh, shout out to local boy Cyrus Gray. He's going to test down tonight. So, that's, that's a pretty good game on tonight. So, I hope we yeah. got the listeners in to tune in tonight. We got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. I know about. There. Yeah, and I know that a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, the Soto alumni like myself are playing on the A&M side of Boston. So wish them all the best, uh, most definitely. Now, uh, Royce, let's touch on it a little bit real quick. I know, uh, we can get to a little playoff ba- uh, baseball. And for those that don't know, we talked a lot about the Rangers on the last show, finally making the playoffs for the first time in 11 years. Uh, a couple other teams actually clinched uh, playoff bursts also. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Yankees both clinched the spot. Uh, in the American League, who's going to be number one? We don't know yet. They're actually getting ready to start a series right now. And this is going to really determine who the Rangers have to play the first round and I think we talked about this once before. I think you'd rather see the Rangers play the Yankees, right? Oh, yeah, than Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is scary. 
Uh, they just recently learned how to beat the Yankees, so I, I give them a better shot at the Yankees than that would Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay is hot right now. They're real hot. And David Price is a monster on the mound. He's he's pitching yeah. lights out. I oh, mean, you yeah. got to pick your poison really between him and CC Sabathia, but that dome they have in Tampa, that that home field advantage in uh, Tampa. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So I'm really, I really just happy to see the Rangers make the playoffs. And I think that'd be. I give them a chance against either one team, but I like them to see them play the Yankees also because we beat the Yankees a few times this season. If y'all don't know the Tampa oh, yeah. Bay Rays, they handled us, especially in Tampa. Oh, yeah. So definitely. Oh, yeah, really bad. And then in the so Central, we got the Minnesota today. Twins. Uh, the Minnesota Twins have clinched their uh, playoff spot in the Central. They're actually going for the uh, best record in the American League and see oh, what yeah. happens. And so we know the West has been won by Texas. He's starting a series against the Anaheim Angels right now. Cliff Lee is actually pitching tonight. Uh, we got the Philadelphia Phillies that clinched the NL East. And also the Cincinnati Reds that made a playoff spot in the Central. And the West is what's up to, up for grabs right now. And the oh, San Francisco yes. Giants and the Padres, they're playing the series right now, Roy. So whoever wins this series can really take hold of the uh, NL West. Right, right. That's going to be a battle run. Yeah, I think so. I think definitely think so. So we'll see what happens and what shakes out on that playoff picture. I know we had a jam-packed show last Tuesday with the callers calling in. We got into a little Tony Romo versus Michael Vick. We talked a lot of Cowboys stuff. (laughs) So, you know, we we madly missed doing a lot of the review for the NFL, uh, but we got into a heated discussion about the Tony Romo-Mike Vick, uh, who's better, who would you rather have quarterback in your team. So if you guys haven't checked that show out, make sure you go back and listen to show five, uh, especially the last hour of show five. We got real, real deep on a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. So do you think the Cowboys will win or lose this weekend? I got to win this that's weekend, my, Roy. I mean, they don't play nobody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's my joke <laughs> of the week. <laughs> yeah, I got them winning this weekend. They don't play nobody. Okay. And speaking All of right. the uh, Cowboys, too, I don't know if you saw the story in USA Today yesterday. But apparently uh, Jerry Jones, our good friend Jerry Jones, the guy I like Jerry Jones, came out and said that he hopes that the team acts like they lost the game uh, to the Texans. He wants them to act like they lost this week, like they're down 0-3, like everybody's talking about them, like they never do uh, make the playoffs and make the Super Bowl because he liked the intensity and the level that he saw the team against the Texans. And he's trying to keep that intensity. Uh, he even also likened it to kind of like the movie It's a Wonderful Life where, you know, you think that it's, everything is this way and it's downhill, then you wake up and you realize you still got a chance to make it all right. So he wants the Cowboys, he actually came out and been quoted saying he wants them to think like they lost uh, last week. Royce, you think that's a good strategy for the owner to be saying stuff like that? What I have to say is, come on, man. Jerry's so happy to get a win. Jerry has put everything he has into this football team, and of course Jerry wants to win. And the Super Bowl is here in all in the stadium. Of course Jerry wants them to play like they behind. That's, best, that's the only way they can play. Right, play like they're right. backed up against the wall, right? So if that's what it takes to motivate them, that's what it takes. And what and I, I thought was Brian most got to Go ahead. What I thought was the most surprising thing about the whole thing is the fact that Jerry is the guy that's saying our list, where are the players? I mean, the players should be the one talking like this. Even the head coach should be talking like this. Let this Jerry out there saying, hey, I want you guys to 
keep that intensity, keep this, keep it up, keep keep playing like you played on last Sunday. You don't hear the coaches or the players saying anything. Well, who knows what Jerry say when we don't hear? So I'm not surprised. That's Jerry's right. team. I'm not surprised. And I noticed the last couple of games he was down on the field. Uh, matter of fact, he was he was the only one trying to find a team up. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. I think the only real Cowboy news in it, the players are making, and we missed this story on Tuesday just because we ran out of time, was actually, uh, as you know, the controversy. Uh, it wasn't really even a controversy to me. But during training camp, the rookie, Des Bryant, didn't want to clear uh, World Williams' pads after practice one day. So Roy finally got his revenge on Monday. Uh, actually, Des called Roy and said, hey, tell the offensive guys, we're gonna, I'm going to take them out to dinner, which is real customary in the NFL. You're a rookie. You got all the money. Mm-hmm. You take the offensive guys out to dinner. Well, Roy thought he'd get them back by calling up the defensive side of the ball and invite these guys to dinner, too. And he oh, actually yeah. did this Monday night at uh, uh, Papa's Brother's Steakhouse, Papa. right, where uh, where actually Brady James has his show every Monday night. So Brady James started calling up guys to come up here, hey, Dez is buying, Dez is buying. And they left this man on Monday night, Royce, with a $55,000 tab. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, I heard about that. Well, that's what he did. He said he did the rookie haze, and that's part of, of our rookies. He didn't want to participate. So, uh, you know, be careful, young man, because they end up getting revenge on him anyway. So he just should have went along, and that goes for the next generation. You got to pay your dues. So that's yeah, part of the haze. Right. Yeah, a lot easier. It just carried yeah. right, those pads. So. Right. That's on him. They got him real good. Yeah, that's a big time. He can afford it, though. He got a, he got a nice. <laughs> well, he can definitely afford it more than I can. I know that. And actually, yeah, that, uh, it's been reported that the Danny Thomas had the first um, uh, biggest tab. He actually, when he was a rookie, had ended up paying $32,000. And right. Dez Run almost doubled that. So I can imagine. So they were ordering 9,000 bottles of wine. Yeah, that's not hard to do. That's not hard to do with Pepper's Brothers. You can get a $125 lobster, so that's not, and I'm pretty sure they are the most expensive thing on the menu, so. Yeah, that, well, he should have went along with the hazing at the beginning of the season. That's that's what rookies do, and, uh, you know, you, you can't be the one to buck the system if it's tradition, you know what I mean. Like, what home would it do? Because you right. can do it the next time around, he can do it to somebody else. But it cost him. Uh, it, it cost them. But Jerry may even pick it up if they win. Jerry pay that time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. That's true, too. Jerry just might pick it up. And those of y'all watching the game, Oklahoma State just tied it up. Uh, they just scored a touchdown, 21-20. to And it looks like it's going to come down to the wires. Third quarter, about five, maybe six, close to six minutes left in the game for y'all watching the game. We need to update on the game. And we do encourage everyone listening, of course, to call in. The number is 323-927-2906. You can follow us online at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. Or, of course, we have an email account at rfsportsradio at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at rfsportsradio. Uh, so definitely we're looking to hear from all the calls. we got picks coming up at 10. And if you all don't know, but last Thursday was one of our biggest listen-to shows and so it must be a lot of rich guys out there because I did go 14-2, and two, Ross. I did go 14-2. and two. I think you went what? What was your record again? Well, the first week I think it was uh, 
and I went down the second week. I, I was eight and eight, but I went out on a gamble. It, it was a lot of close games. A whole lot of teams that should have won didn't want to miss field goals whatsoever. You know what I mean? But uh, and that's you know that's football on any given day. Anybody can beat anybody. So, well, you know you you you're on the high right now, but you got to ride the lows too. So, this way, people. You know, yeah, we're gonna I think I'm gonna. I think I hit my stride. I think I hit my stride, so we're going to definitely see. There's some yeah, good you know, games you, this week. You can go uh, 3 and uh, 13 like the Cowboys are going to do or something, you know what I mean, one week. Who knows? <laughs> <So>. Right. <laughs> and the other eight. NFL news, right. it's also been official. We could have reported this Tuesday, but ran out of time. But it is official. The league will move to an 18-game schedule in the NFL. Um, I think that's going to start next season, I believe. Hopefully it'll be football next season, which we'll get into some right. of that talk later on in the season. But, I mean, Royce, what do you think about this 18-game schedule? I mean, what do you think this is going to do to the whole collective bargaining agreement and these negotiations that are coming up for the league uh, for next year? Well, you know, I don't know all the details of the collective bargaining agreement. I know uh, 18 games, you know, everybody, 16 Week season just not enough for some fans, you know what I mean. But they don't play the game, you know. And, right. and we all know when football comes to an end, and we know it's almost over. It, it hurts. So right. uh, bringing it 18 season wouldn't hurt, but they got to cut down on preseason. There's too many preseason games, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, definitely too many. And you know, you play two games, and then the season starts, you know. And right. then you play your starters, you know what I mean. Uh, and, and guys that's going to make the team, you know, you, you put them in position, position, if they're good enough to make, they make the team. But I saw a lot of teams this year have made a mistake of not really working out a training camp like this year. And they start that season on a real low, you know what I mean? A lot of teams, you know, take the Cowboys in. So a shorter preseason and a longer season, but no, everybody Everybody hates to see football in, so two more weeks of football, I'm all for it. You know, and, and a lot of people liking it to, uh, I heard a lot of making the, people making an opinion about, well, college football doesn't have preseason, and they start with the regular season. But what y'all understand is the first three games of a college team is against teams like Stephen F. Austin, Louisiana right. Tech. You know, they're playing these teams. They might not be preseason, but it is preseason. Right to these Big 12 and Big East and Pac-10 schools because they schedule a lot of teams that they know can gear them up for yeah, they the conference warm up schedule. Right. right, they gear them up for the conference schedule. But my main concern is with an 18-week schedule, football being such a violent sport like it is, I mean, what is it going to do to injuries? Are we going to see teams uh, running more of the, the three running back sets? Are they going to be running three tight ends? They're going to have to keep more players on the field. But I'm just wondering, are we going to see 18 weeks of good, good football? Right now, 16 weeks, we we already run through the whole thing of the last two weeks of the season, starters not playing. Uh, the last game of the season, no starters play. Guys having undefeated seasons and having to debate, well, should I sit my starters for the last two weeks so they can rest for the playoffs? Are we going to see more of that at the end of the season, having 18 games? That's my biggest concern, really. I just like to see good football every, every, every week, and that's what I feel so like. Gonna, you, you gonna have that? You gonna have it in the 16th season or 12th season? 
that at the end of the season, uh, if you're going to the playoffs, you know, guys are going to sit. Uh, they're not going to up there already clinch. You know, that's going to happen anyway. You can't avoid that. But if you're a good team and you make it past 16-week season and you're going to the playoffs, you're playing 18 weeks anyway. Mm-hmm. So some teams play their best ball after the season ends and they're in the playoffs. So, you know, either way, you can have 12 games and you're going to have people rest. So that's that's something not going to be able to stop. But uh, to continue football on, I guess that would take it up. That's the Super Bowl. We're way up, well over into February. Yeah. You know. Well, so. I think what they're going to do is actually just take two preseason games off right. the schedule and uh, make them regular season games. Now, details haven't come out yet. I think they're holding everything for the collective bargaining agreement to be official. But I think that's going to be the plan. And they're also going to allow the uh, teams to carry more players through the season and there's even talk about maybe having two bye weeks instead of one. Uh, just so the players have a chance to rest up a second time uh, during the season, which could be a good thing, could be a real good thing. But this is going to give a lot of teams that start out 0-4, 0-3, even 0-5 oh, a chance yeah. to really right. turn their season around. And right. uh, that could really play dividends for a team that does start out slow and needs the people right. to come to the fans to come to the seats to watch the games. So it could really help in that regard. So I see the financial aspect of having 18 games. I just want to make sure we had good football 18 games. You know how much we love to watch football on Sunday. Two oh, more yeah. weeks is a good oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the 14th game of the season, you already know you won your division. You know, the last two games, they're going to sit players anyway. So, right. you know, you're going to get that either way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I just like now, to then, uh, down also too, this, Right. <laughs> And also starting this uh, weekend, too, and me and you, Royce, you know, we love golf, and we'll be glued to the TV this weekend, especially with no Cowboy game on, uh, to the Ryder Cup. And the Ryder Cup is going to get started actually tomorrow, right? Right. Well, it'll be tomorrow night. Yeah, Saturday morning mm-hmm. uh, we get to watch it. Right. So yeah. yeah, exactly. And actually, there's a little controversy brewing on the Ryder Cup. As you know, we talked about it on our first show, Tiger selection to the Ryder Cup. Some people didn't feel like he played up to par. I say whatever that. He's still Tiger Woods. He's still the best player. Number one, even though he didn't win a tournament this year, still number one player, so whatever with that. But actually, one of the uh, the English, um, the European players, I should say, McElroy, a young guy, made some comments saying that any of his team members could beat Tiger right now, and he hopes that he gets a chance to play Tiger and beat him. Now, I don't know, but I was always taught when you go to the zoo, don't feed the animals. You know, why why would you go to the cage and tap the gorilla on the head? I don't understand that. I mean, is he making a big mistake trying to call a tiger out like that? Well, today in retaliation, they they went out on the practice tee today with uh, wigs on marketing. So, (laughs) but anyway, tiger is still one of the best, you know, in any Ryder Cup tournament, one player is not going to be at his best there's going to always going to be somebody going to pick up the slack, you know. Either way you look at it, and Tiger's just as good as a lot of other players. So yeah, the you know right now everybody's even, you know. Yeah, all the season, everything it, it doesn't mean it's over with. Everybody's starting off completely even in the Ryder Cup. So I look for him to play well, you know what I mean. And uh, as long as he stay close, and the team is close, you know, and everybody do their job. So 
You know, you're either going to win some, they're going to lose some. So that, right. that's, that's how it works. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I think he earned it. You know, uh, even, uh, you know, he still finished in the top 15, 20, you know, in tournaments. Right. You know, coming from what he went through. So he still was better than a lot of players. A lot of players didn't win in the tournament this year. So yeah. he's not the only yeah. one yet. And they say the uh, the first couple of pairings will be Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson on the uh, USA side of the ball. And they've even been talking about uh, Tiger uh, being able to play uh, Friday. So we'll definitely be All looking right. forward to that. I- I'm looking forward to the uh, U.S. team dominating this. I think Anthony Kim, Phil Mickelson, um, of course, uh, Tiger, number one. Right, I we think got they're really going to come to play. I think they're going to do this. Yeah. But, you know, the Europeans won a lot of tournaments this year. So they right. are, uh, you know, they were, we were a lot better than they are, but I think they came up a lot. We saw a lot of Europeans come over this year and win some tournaments, you know, and uh, so it's going to be, it's going to really test Americans. And see how good we are, but you know it's a back and forth thing. You know we dominated the last couple of years, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I look forward to be close and uh, go America. So we'll see. Yeah, and it, and it is being played in Newport Wells. Last year they played in Valhalla, uh, right. but they said this course is tough, Royce. They said it's going to be right. raining, windy. It's a links course. It's going to be really, really tough. So you're right. I mean the the the, the European players are going to have an advantage. They have played good golf this season, but I just think I think Tiger's motivated. I think he's fired up. I think he's ready to play, and I look for him to break out and show the world this weekend. He's still the number one golfer. Still, you know, with the wind golfer. and the rain, he may keep his shots in the fairway. Right. So <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it may help him But they do have an advantage. I can say that European is a whole different. Golf, I would love to go over there and play. It's a whole different atmosphere than over here, you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. And before we get into the college football picks, I want to remind everybody again, uh, the call-in number, we love to hear your opinion, is going to be 323, the same number as always, 323-927-2906. You can reach us online, blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports, and follow the show or follow us on Twitter at rfsportsradio. Or email us at rfsportsradio at gmail uh, dot com. So we definitely like to hear from you guys. Uh, but before we get into college picks, though, Royce, it, it, and I heard a lot of debate about this. We watched some stuff on this on Inside the NFL, and at the time, I really wasn't thinking about it. But I guess it really was a big situation. But on the Monday night game, um, and I know you remember this, but uh, Chicago had the ball. They were in the red zone. It was maybe a little over a minute left. And a lot of the basement going on whether Green Bay should have let them score immediately and gave Aaron Rodgers a chance to drive the ball down the field to tie the game. Um, I mean, what do you think about this? Do you think have you can you remember a game when someone actually let somebody score with the hopes that they would score to tie the yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, back in the eighties and early, uh, I see a lot of that. You don't see a lot of it lately. I think they did the right thing because. Yeah, you know, you put the whole game on Aaron Rodgers to come back. You know, he was okay, and uh, I, you know, I, you know I, it's a coaching decision. You know, 
some people for it, some people against it. I personally think it did make you have to make the best decision for your team and the way your team's playing. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, and I think and I and, and it's hard, I mean it just I think it'd be hard for a coach to say, Hey, let them score. You know, to tell right. your defense right. to go out there and let somebody right. just walk into the end zone. Right. right. You're putting too much on chance. I mean, you got to me, you got just enough chance of driving the ball down the field from, say, they get the ball at 20 from 80 yards, then you have a chance of stopping them and blocking the field goal. Right. That's my right. opinion. You know, I think you got the same amount of chance in there. And it's hard to tell your team, hey, don't worry about it, let them score. We're going to get the ball, we're going to score back. But I think he held, he did the right thing, he made the right decision. Because in all means, I mean, they could have picked up a fumble. And Chicago, it wasn't like they they took a knee. They actually kept running the ball. So right. they could have ran right. knocked the ball out. I know I saw right. Woodson trying and, to shoot the ball when they were running it. And that right. could have happened easily. You know, that just they had just enough chance of doing that as driving the ball down the field. I know Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. But like you said, you put that much pressure on him, then anything right. can happen. Now he's forced to make a play versus trying to make a play make the right, right. play, now it's forced to make a play. So I agree with you on that. And I think only – I can't think of a game myself. I know they had a situation in the Super Bowl with the Broncos and the Green Bay Packers, and that right. didn't work. But I think right. in a game like this, you, you really don't have to take a, that big of a chance. Uh, and I, I think they did make the right decision. Now, do you think the probability of Aaron Rodgers scoring a touchdown was greater than them uh, getting a turnover or blocking the field goal? No, no, it's fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty. You know. Yeah. And but like I said, that's that's putting a lot on your shoulders. You know what I mean? And some games he will do that and you can't do it every game. You know, the Hail Mary you know, and a whole lot of times Brett Far, many times he come back and won a game, sometimes he doesn't do it, you know. Right. So even a great quarterback can't do it. So it's fifty fifty. You know what I mean? I think they did the right thing. Yeah. And uh, just a quick update on the game. A uh, and M just threw a pick. Now the turnover battle is even. Both teams have had three turnovers, and they just threw a pick. And uh, OSU is getting the ball with about a minute twenty six seconds left in the third. So this game is going to go down to the wire. We're going to keep updating you guys on that. Uh, now another thing I want to talk to you about, Royce, is the wonder and the amazement of cable TV. Okay, I woke up this morning. It was early. It was maybe five thirty, six o'clock. I turned it on. I see, and I'm flipping through channels. I'm watching Sports Center, but I see NBA TV has got a show called Real Training Camp. So I oh, click yeah. on Real That's Training right. Camp, and what do I see? But Training Camp for the LA Lakers. I get to watch yep. Bill Jackson coach the LA Lakers, and I'm sorry, I'm a big Laker fan. Everybody knows that. I know Kobe wasn't there. Um, and, and Andrew uh, Bynum wasn't there, but I got to see Coach uh, Phil Jackson in action coaching his team up. And I didn't know they had a channel like this. Have you seen this before? Oh, yeah, but you have to really, really be a Laker fan to get up at five something to watch the Lakers fuck. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> you have to really be a Kobe nut to get up there to watch him practice. But, uh, yeah, I saw, I saw the Wizards had a midnight uh, practice. I happen to catch some of it. It's pretty interesting. It's another side of basketball. We know I'm going to get to see, but like I said, uh, with the, the wonders of TV today, man, I'm glad to see that. Now you yeah. know what goes on at training camp. Right. But uh, right. I don't think I get up at 5 a.m. to watch the Lakers. Maybe <laughs> Miami. 
Miami? Yeah, I probably <laughs> right. will. Yeah, <laughs> to, see what, to see how that threesome's working out. I know what the, the Lakers have. I'm going to see what everybody else has. Yeah, that's true. And I, also saw, like uh, I also saw a little bit of the Knicks with Amari Stoudemire, see how he's fitting in with that team. And what I thought the neatest thing was to see it. It's just kind of like, you know, Hard Knocks is a big production. Uh, there's a lot of um, smoke and mirrors a lot of time, although it's still the hardest, still the football training camp, the bonding of a team the hope of a good season. And then when I saw the NBA one, the real training camp, I mean, I'm watching these guys do basic drills, like drills that I did when I was playing basketball at a young age and learning how to play basketball. They're doing bounce passes, chest passes, set shots, dribble drills. I mean, I thought it was really neat to see that, see a professional athlete like Amari Stoudemire or uh, these other guys doing these basic drills still as a pro athlete in the NBA. Oh, yeah, you have to, you know, that's that's one thing. Uh, I noticed the trend in basketball, people getting back to the basics. You know, at, at, at one point it was more me and showmanship, you know what I mean? But uh, guys have got about the basics, they were more about shooting, you know what I mean, and uh, making a highlight reel. But you got, yeah, you got to have the basics. Oh, yeah, you got to have would bring you to the dance. You got to. You gotta stick with it, so and that's that's basketball. You like to say you learn that at a very early age, so right, you have to go right. back to the basics there, right. Yeah, if you guys hadn't checked that out, make sure you definitely check out uh Real Training Camp on NBA T V. It's hard to miss it if you turn on that bet it's on that right now. But it was really, really interesting. We do wanna give a, a quick shout out to a couple of new sponsors on board with the show. Uh if you guys go to our blog at R F Sports Radio blogspot.com. We just pick up a couple of new sponsors. One is sportsmemorabilia.com. And right now they're offering on our website a signed Troy Aikman jersey. Uh, so the Dallas Cowboy fans definitely get a chance to pick up on that. Uh, we also formed a partnership with ticketsnow.com. So if you guys need tickets for any sporting event, whether it's sold out or upcoming, definitely go check out ticketsnow.com and go to our site, and you'll see it right there at the top of the website. That's rfsportsradio.blogspot.com, and you can definitely find two good sponsors. So we welcome them on board, and thank you guys for joining uh, joining the RF Sports Radio show. You better get those Mavs tickets now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I was looking online, and the Heat game and the Laker game, you have to buy. You can't just buy the Heat or Lakers. You got to buy a three-game pack. Right, right, so. I'm pretty sure yeah, every team I mean, in the league is doing that, though. Oh yeah, they, they, they every, Miami is going to be the hot, hottest ticket in the NBA. You know that, mm-hmm. they oh, are going to be the hottest ticket in the NBA in every city that they go. I guarantee it's a sellout. Yeah. So they yeah, I agree with you on that. Spotlight, right? So it That's won't good. be Kobe. <laughs> We're going to see they're still the world champions, as you say, like you say about the Saints. They're still the world champions, so we'll see about that. Uh, let's jump into a couple of college football. Right now they're reviewing a play from uh, OSU. It looks like they might have scored a touchdown or his knee might have been down. So OSU could go up here in just a second. But let's go through a sub- couple of the uh, college football. Uh, let's start with the rankings real quick. Let's get a quick update on that. I know me and you both like the way Alabama's been playing. They look definitely like oh, yeah. number one team. Uh, but yeah, the they had a close one last week. Yeah. 
But Oklahoma State actually putting up – I mean, Ohio State, I'm sorry, putting up 73 points last week was impressive at the same right. rate, too. So we'll, we'll definitely see what happens there. Now, in the top 25 rankings, uh, number one, we'll go through the top ten real quick, Alabama, still number one, Ohio State, number two, Boise State, number three, Oregon, number four, TCU, number five, uh, number six is Nebraska, number seven, Florida, number eight, Oklahoma, nine, Stanford, and number ten is Auburn. And the team that fell out the top ten was Texas all the way down to 21. Right, well, they got shellac. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right about they that. Got they got beat. Right. They got beat by UCLA team at home in Austin. But you know they how these teams avoid each other? Knows how they all avoid each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all do. They manage to avoid each other. They play everybody else but themselves until the bowl oh. game. But right, but they they manage to avoid each other. So right, uh, right. And a couple of games on the top twenty-five, Royce. And I get your opinion on a couple of these. Uh, we got a Big Ten game coming up. Ohio State jumping into their conference schedule. Number two, Ohio State's at Illinois. I think we both think Ohio State's going to win this game, don't we? Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I go with Ohio State. got number 16, uh, Miami, who beat up on Pittsburgh while we was on the air last Thursday. Uh, they're playing Clemson. Uh, do you think they're going oh, there and yeah. beat Clemson? Oh, yeah. I think so. I'm going to give it to Miami. Yeah. It's hard not to. When they're ranked, yeah, it's it hard not to. Right. Yeah, it is. And then you but got uh, Louisiana Monroe. They weren't too bad. No, they wouldn't. Their quarterback, that guy's not too bad at all either. Right. It wasn't too bad at all. So, I don't know. It could be upsetting to make it. You know how yeah. I like an upset. Yeah, I know. Them upsets get you 8-8, eight eight, though. Yeah, okay. But they do happen. <laughs> That's yeah, why I'm 8-8. Right. We had some upsets. We had upsets. That's why I'm 8-8. <laughs> <eight and eight. laughs> Otherwise, I've been 16-0. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you got Louisiana Monroe going to number 10, Auburn. I think Auburn will win this game. Uh, you got number five, TCU, going to Colorado State. And TCU has no more ranked teams in that schedule. So I think this is a part of the season where they well, keep rolling. For them. It'd be a test yeah. for them. Are they playing in Colorado? Yeah, they're playing in Colorado, yeah. Well, you know, it's something about that atmosphere up there. You know, you can really get sharp-winded. So it depends on how they prepared and uh It'd be a good test for them, you know what I mean? So we, we, we'll see. Because it's hard to play up in the Mile High City. It is. It really is. You got number 11, Wisconsin, going against number 24, Michigan State. Another conference game. Um, and I, I think I'm going to take Wisconsin in this game. I haven't watched them this season, but they got to be ranked number 11 for a reason. Well, they've been winning. Got, they have been winning. That's true. They have, they have been, been winning. winning so. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Got to go with the winner. Michigan State did have – their coach is actually going to be uh, – he's going to be back for the game, although he will be sitting upstairs. And y'all know he suffered a heart attack after the Notre Dame game. He'll be upstairs calling some of the plays, sending plays down. So I think, they, I think they're going to play hard for the coach. It is at Michigan State, so this could be an upset game, Ross. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, you know, like I said, there, there are going to be some upsets who would – and where I don't know, but I think that is. I'm going to go with Michigan. All right, go ahead. That, that's a good one. You go, Miss. It's a good upset. And then you got uh, Tennessee going to number 12 LSU. This game is at home for LSU. 
I think we give LSU the win. It's hard to beat them in Baton Rouge, as we all know. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, very hard. So I'm going to go with LSU, too. And then we got uh, number number 19, Michigan. And you know how much I love that quarterback, Robertson. Yeah, uh, they yeah. call him Shoelace. <laughs> no shoes. And right. he, he, he's going up against Indiana. I think they'll beat, beat Indiana handily. Um, I think you agree with me on that. Uh, yeah, I got him. Baby Vic. Baby Vic's going in. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, Baby Vic's going to show out. So uh, Daddy Vic is showing by the play Sunday, so we'll see. <laughs> and then you got number three, Boise State, at New Mexico State. Uh, you got number nine, Stanford, going to number four, Oregon, in a Pac-10 showdown. And this could be a big game right here. Yeah, that now that could be an upset game there. I can go. I, I yeah, that game could go either way. It's in Oregon. I'm split on that one. I'm on that one. That can go either way. And then you got number 18 USC. Although they can't go to a bowl this year for the next three years, they're playing Washington. When Washington always plays them pretty hard. And then you got a number 22 team in Penn State. Um, and number 17, Iowa. And that game's in Iowa. Now, if you guys have never seen the Iowa football game, y'all think it's Ruckus wow. at a uh, pro game? That's all wow. they got in Iowa is college football. So it's definitely going to be a Ruckus crowd there in Iowa. So we'll see what Penn State does there. You got number 25, Nevada, going against UNLV. I think they'll definitely win that game there. And, of course, two of the biggest games, Royce, and I want to definitely get your opinion on some of these, but two of the biggest games we got is, of course, number seven, Florida, going up against number one, Alabama. And this game is in Alabama. Now, how do you like this game? Are you kidding me? Come on, man. You got to go with Alabama. You think Alabama's going to beat Florida? Oh, yes. In Alabama, it'd be hard not. It'd be hard to lose. I think I'm going to call for an upset on this one. I think I'm going to go for an upset. Because I, I, what, I saw, what I saw in Alabama last week, it was a close game in Arkansas, although that game was in Arkansas. They did batter back and win. They did show me a lot. I still think they're the best team in the country. I just don't think they're going to go undefeated. I don't think any team is going to go undefeated in the SEC. And I think this is a game that they lose. I think Florida beats Alabama in Alabama. Alabama won't play like they did last week. I guarantee you, whatever problems they had, they are going to be corrected this week. Well, we'll see. So you taking Alabama and I'm taking Florida. Okay, yeah, you go ahead and work on your 8-8. Eight eight. <laughs> we'll see about that. And then we got the big game uh, right here at the State Fair, right down the street from us, live in South Dallas, Texas. And that's going to be the Texas OU game. This is huge. Everybody knows it's tied in with the fair. It's going to be a huge crowd out there. It's going to be the biggest game on Saturday. Now, from what I saw from Texas last week, they lost to UCLA. And Oklahoma barely squeaked by in the game against Cincinnati. Now, who do you think is going to win this game? Well, it's a good time for Texas to bounce back from the whooping they got last week. But uh, usually Texas OU, well, who won last year? They always go back and forth. Uh, Texas won last year. Texas won last year, so it's Oklahoma's time. Uh, it's never a high-scoring game. So I look for Texas to bounce back. 
It is, and you know, it's a Red River rivalry. Uh, been going on for years. Uh, Texas got a lot of pride coming off that loss. Uh, Oklahoma's coming down. I look for them to get drunk Friday night. So <laughs> maybe that be a uh, hangover Saturday in Texas. Well, either team's gonna have a hangover because they do like the party when they come here. So right. I, I'm, I'm, I think Texas bounce back this week. You know what? I think Oklahoma wins this game, and I'm gonna tell you why. I just from what I saw from the quarterback Gilbert, I know he's highly talented. I know he came out one of the top prospects uh, out of high school, and everyone tells me how good this kid's gonna be, but I haven't seen it. He had three picks last week. I think he had three picks the week before. And I just don't think he can win like that. I think he's going to throw some picks in this game. His first time starting in the Cotton Bowl, uh, Landry, the guy that was well, the quarterback from Oklahoma, almost had a whole season playing when Sam Bradford got hurt last week, so he had a chance of playing some big games. I think that's going to be the biggest difference, going to be the quarterback. And I think both defenses are suspect. Both defenses may give up a lot of points, so I had to give it to the quarterback. I think Landry is a much better quarterback right now than Gilbert is, especially with all the picks and stuff that he threw. So I'm going to go with OU on this game. As hard as it is for me to go with OU, but I think I'm going to take OU to beat Texas. Well, you know, it's like going against the Cowboys. How are you a Texan that's going to root for Oklahoma? And you know it's a rivalry. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, what do you think the score is going to be? Give me your prediction on the score. You know what? I, I think I think the score will be twenty eight twenty one. I give it twenty eight twenty one. Yeah, I think it'll be a high scoring game because you know most of the time the weather's bad. When they play, I see the rain. I see the freezing cold. It'll be a perfect day. I look for a high scoring game. Now, I hear the field and the stadium's in excellent condition. So uh, you know they did all the remodeling on it. So. I think it's going to be a fast field. Yeah. I, yeah, 28 21, 28 17, something like that. So I'm going to yeah. get a stick. You know, uh, you know, uh, I, I got to root for Texas being from Texas. Can't go with well, I, I respect that. I respect that. Although, we can have to agree to disagree on this one. So you got Florida. I mean, you got Alabama. I got Florida. You got Texas. I got Oklahoma. Is that right? Well, yeah, one of us is looking for an eight and <laughs> we'll one of us going to have to win We might split them two games We'll see about that On a side note, one of the Oklahoma players uh, Wide receiver Jazz Reynolds Is not going to play he's been, he's been suspended indefinitely After he posted some real, real bad remarks uh, Coach Bob Stoops called the remarks insensitive And he actually put on his Twitter page uh, This was uh, This I think was Monday After the uh, shooting at UT he put on his Twitter page, hey, everyone in Austin, Texas, dot, 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 kill yourself. That was on Tuesday, the day of the suicide. Uh, so Bob Stoops took his initiative and, and suspended this guy indefinitely uh, for making those kind of remarks. I mean, why, how can you do something like that? That's just plain well, stupid. I, 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 I don't blame him at all. And, uh, you know, that's why I hate Twitter. You know, Twitter, you, you don't have to tell everybody. You don't have to. It's just a way of saying stuff that you shouldn't say. You know what I mean? I don't know why. I've seen some people post some of the stupid and dumbest stuff I've seen in my life on Twitter. You know, I, I'm from the old school. I don't have to know. If you don't say it, I don't have to know what you're thinking. And sometimes you don't have to tell everybody everything you're thinking. 
And right that was real stupid. I think they did the right thing. You know what I mean? Somebody could have very easily have died. You know, luckily nobody didn't. You know, and uh, uh, the way these guys and shooting on college campuses, and that, that's nothing to joke about. You know what I mean? It's really yeah. nothing. Yeah. So uh, I don't blame him. He should have. That's just yeah, I think, I, think he, I think he really did the right thing. I think he really did. And I, I just don't know how. As a player, you know these guys are following you, watching everything you say, everything you do. Can make such an insensitive comment like that, and I hope he doesn't have. I hope he doesn't play the rest of the season to show and prove that hey, you can't just say everything you want to say, especially when you're playing for a football team. You're playing Texas this coming up week. Why would you say something like that? That I just don't understand. Don't understand well, so it, at all. He can tweet an apology too. I make it yeah. clear, Pop. Yeah. So. And then, uh, of course, uh, guys, uh, we're going to go to our NFL picks in here in a second. The world-famous NFL picks, I should say, since that's been our biggest show, has been the NFL pick show. And the call-in number is 323-927-2906. We'd like to hear your picks. You can pick against us. Uh, and, of course, you can follow us at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. Email rfsportsradio at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at uh, rfsports. And we we definitely looking forward to hearing from you guys here shortly. Now, now, Royce, before we jump into this, I need to ask you some questions, man. I need your expertise. I need your matter of fact, I need your help on my fantasy right. team. Now, I told you on Tuesday I was number one in my fantasy league, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so now I'm having some issues, okay? Now, my running back position, I got Steven Jackson, who should be a beast on fantasy, not performing. I got Joseph Adai, should be a beast on fantasy, not really bringing me the points. And I've got Ronnie Brown, which I just moved from the bench to my starting lineup because these guys weren't delivering the points that I needed. Now, should I leave Steven Jackson in? I know he's got a growing injury. Should I count on, hey, you're going to have this big game? And should I try to make me a trade now for Steven Jackson and hope I get a, maybe a two good running backs out of the deal? I think you've got to trade both running backs and get you two new running backs. That's what I think. <laughs> I, think it, I don't think a guy's going to do that great this year. He may get 800 yards. I don't think he's going to get 1,000 yards unless something just changed around because, you know, they have always a passing team. So, uh and uh, uh, Steven Jackson, he's too accident prone. You know what I mean? He, he's going to get, if he's healthy and running good, they're going to get yards. But they're going to count on him a lot. He's going to carry a lot of the load this year. But, yeah, I try to trade my two running backs. Yeah. Yeah, I need to work something. I need to see what my league has to try to work something out. Uh, and then a quick note uh, that oh, that's my good time to say. And him just fumbled. I see it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Now they're up by two touchdowns now. Johnson just fumbled the ball. I don't know what he was trying to do, run with the ball. They picked it up for an easy score, and it looks like it's going to be a long day for A&M. Untouched. Yeah. A long day for A&M. Right. They were up there. They had a good chance. And they were moving the ball. And they were moving the ball. They were moving the ball. Wow. Wow. Now, for all my fantasy players out there, I'm going to give you guys some quick fantasy advice real quick. Uh, just so you know, 
Now, I'm going to give you a couple of duds, okay? These are my fantasy duds, the guys that you do not want to play that you need to get rid of ASAP, like I might have to do with Steven Jackson, okay? Number one, Charlie Batch, okay? I know if you had Charlie Batch, you might have won your matchup last week because he did throw three TDs, but get Charlie Batch back on the bench and off your squad. He's not going to do it this week against the Baltimore defense. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Uh, my second does is going to be Ahmad Bradshaw. He did okay last week, but he's not going to get that kind of rushing against the Chicago Bears. The Chicago yeah. Bears are only allowing fewer than 40 yards rushing per game, okay? Start somebody else if you got Ahmad Bradshaw. My other dud, Royce, is going to be Larry Fitzgerald. And I know if you got this guy in the start of the season, you was thinking, hey, I got to grab Fitzgerald. He's ranked high on the receivers list in my league. But you know he's been a bust. You know he's been a bust. He's got Derek Anderson throwing in the ball. They're going up against the Chargers. You can't start Larry Fitzgerald. You can't do it. I'm sorry. You just can't do it. Then you got Clinton Porters for the. You got Clinton Porters for the Redskins. Don't start this guy this week. He's had lackluster running. He's only averaging 3.7 yards a carry. He's always got these injuries. So if you got Clinton Porters for a running back, trade him. Get rid of him. Cut him, bring your new guy in. Uh, yeah, he's on decline. He's, he's on decline. You're absolutely right. He's on decline. And he was rated pretty high when fantasy first started at the beginning of the year. Right, right. My other guy I want you all to get rid of, okay? And don't start him. You ain't got to get rid of him. But don't start Calvin Johnson this week. I mean, he's got Sean Hill throwing the ball. Come on now. Come on, man. You don't want Sean. Sean Hill's not going to be giving the ball to Calvin Johnson where he needs to get it to him. It ain't going to happen. So don't start him this week. Some of my studs in fantasy football, guys that you should start or try to start this week or try to get this week, is going to be Matt Forte. I think Forte is going to have a breakout game coming up this week. Uh, so I think you definitely should start him, especially against the Giants. The Giants are near the bottom of the league. As a matter of fact, they're 26 in run defense in the league. you gotta, you got to start Matt Forte. My other guy you guys need to start is Deshaun Jackson. After having 150 yards last week, Vegas found his target. This is the guy he's going to throw the ball to, and they're going to be counting on him this week when they play the Redskins. So put the son Jackson in your lineup. If you got him in there, he's going to perform for you, I guarantee you. And then, of course, the second guy is Greg Jennings. Jennings, start the guy. He's going to get some yardage. He had five catches uh, two weeks in a row. So I think he's going to definitely be able to catch the ball and be able to do some running and get you some good fantasy points. Maurice Jones-Drew, I know he ain't been performing for you, but I'm telling you, go ahead and start him this week. I got a good feeling about him. And my last stud, Royce, I think the guy you need to start, Ocho Cinco. I think you need to start Ocho Cinco. Because if you think about it, Anquan Bowden was my biggest player for me last week, three touchdowns against the Browns. And Ocho Cinco is going to go against the same defense, the same guy that guarded Anquan Bowden's going to try to guard uh, Ocho Cinco, and he might go for three touchdowns too. So I think you need to put Cinco in. I think he's going to bring in some points for you real quick. My sleepers, uh, as far as the fantasy football is concerned, and, Royce, I know you're not going to like this, but Gratkowski, the quarterback for the Oakland Raiders, he's a sleeper. I'm telling you, he's a sleeper. He, he did have the offense turning, although they missed that field goal to win the game against the Cardinals. I think Gratkowski can give you some quality points if you if you got a starting quarterback that's on 
uh, got a bye week this week. Another guy is Justin Forsett, the running back for the Seattle Seahawks. They're feeding him the ball. You should have this guy on your team. He's averaging 5.1 yards a carry. Uh, Jason Snelling for the running back for the Falcons. Start this guy. Aaron Hernandez, tight end for New England Patriots. Pick him up because I know the one on your fantasy team has him. Another guy to pick up is Kevin Walter, wide receiver for the Texans. I think he's going to definitely get some play time this week. Even though Andre Johnson's number one, he's a good compliment to Andre Johnson. He'll catch some passes and stuff for you, too. Uh, so definitely look out for these duds I have. Get rid of these guys. Look for the sleepers if you pick them up late before the, before the game starts on Sunday. And make sure you get your studs on the field. This is what you need to do. And we're going to do this every Thursday, Royce. We're going to give them a little fantasy football update every Thursday because I've been emailing and asking about fantasy football. So we're going to do but that you know, you left one out, right? They definitely don't start Tony Romo this week. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Nah, oh, Brett Favre. That's Tony Romo. They definitely don't start Tony Romo this week. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Or start Brett Favre. Yeah, you definitely don't want to do that. Now, Royce, you ready to start picking some of these games? I'm ready whenever you yeah. Where's our Where's our caller? He should be coming in pretty quick. We can wait. We can we can definitely get started picking up some of these games because uh, I know the world wants to know, especially what I'm going to be picking. I'm at to start calling myself the sports genius, especially if I go 14 and two all over again. I'm gonna have to call myself a sports genius by then. Now, Royce, now you going you going to improve this week? You know, right now I'm I'm a I'm a gambler. I, I always play the odds. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna take a shot at it. I think I'm gonna beat you this week. Really? Really? Yeah. So before yeah, we get started, I'm do you wanna do you wanna put a little wager on that? Um, you gonna beat me this week? Uh, All right, uh, how about around the golf Sunday afternoon? Uh, around the golf on Sunday afternoon. In between games. Huh. That's a good bet. That's a good bet. I'll take that bet. I'll take that All right. bet. All right. Then whoever loses golf tournament is double or nothing. <laughs> okay. I'll take that bet. Now, before All we right. get started, we got to bring on our other guest. He picks games with us. He's a definite friend of the show. Uh, so we want to welcome in our good friend of the show, uh, Rick. Now, Rick, now you went 13-4. and four. I mean, uh, 13-3 and three last week, right? Thirteen and three? No, no, no. You didn't go thirteen and three. You went eleven and four last week. You went what? I thought I went thirteen and three. No, 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 no. You went eleven and four. That was my mistake. <laughs> but which one is it, Roger? Which one is it? Tell the man to go. I went. I went. I went eleven and four. Vic, yeah, keep yeah. up with your pick. I got the picks written down. Y'all don't worry about that. I got the picks written down. Yeah, see, I'm on the road right now, man, and I can't, uh, I can't write them down. But I, I wish I could, though. Yeah, go back don't and worry, I'm going to write them down for you. Go back and listen I, to that. I, I, I have to go back and check it on the show. There you check go. it on the website. Now, before we get into the picks, I, I want to be fair to everyone. And I know everyone's listening. Do you want to know the injuries coming up? Are you, are they, do you feel safe making your picks now? Well, let me tell you something, Rick. Uh, if I have 
He was scored at 75 on the golf course with numbers. So I think this is about this big show. I think he got mine along too. So this uh, wasn't just the injury, so we kind of have an idea who's, who's not playing. Okay, I can do that. I can give you a couple yeah. of injuries here. Go ahead and give us the injury update. All right, let's go to the injury update real quick. But before we look at the injuries real quick, I want to get I want to let you guys know that one of the bigger games coming up uh, this this weekend, the game that no one knows about, and if I tell you who's playing in the game, you're gonna you're gonna be shocked. But uh, Jeff Garcia goes up against uh, Dante Culpepper this week in the UFL. Did you guys know that? Are you sure? Did you guys know that? Are you sure? That's right. You sure? Jeff Garcia, the quarterback for the Omaha Nighthawks, against Dante Culpepper, the Sacramento Mountain Lions. It's going to be the biggest game in UFL history. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they scoring out this week. So who you think going to take that game? I got to give it to Culpepper, man. I don't know what their record is, but I, I just want to see Culpepper win. I got to give it to Jeff Garcia, man. He's a scrambler, man. He's a fighter. Yeah, he is. That's, a, that's what I was thinking. I would probably have to get that one to Jeff Garcia. And that's why I don't have a problem, man. Dante can throw the long ball pretty good. He can, he can really do that a whole lot better than Jeff Garcia can, but... Jeff Garcia, you know, throws better on the run, in my opinion. You know, he moves around uh, a lot more, you know, than Dante does now, you know, considering Dante's injury from a few years back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm still going with Culpepper. This call is a hunch. This call is a hunch. I'm going with Culpepper. That's one you down, Rick. That's one mm-hmm. running down already. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, you, get ready for that golf, you get ready for that golf game Sunday, Royce. Oh, I will. <laughs> Let me give you guys some of the picks real quick. In the Arizona Cardinals, who's out is going to be Steve Reston. He's out for this game. Uh, but, of course, who knows who's going to be playing quarterback. Atlanta Falcons, uh, no one's really out yet. Michael Jenkins, Michael Jenkins is uh, questionable. He's been questionable all week. Uh, no one's out for the Baltimore Ravens, although Ray Rice is questionable. With a knee, he did practice uh, today, so he, he's definitely going to be in there. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, Carolina Panthers. Everyone's playing. Buffalo Bills, everyone's playing. Well, Andre Davis is out with the shoulder. And other big injuries, let me see if we got any big notable injuries you should know about real quick. Uh, I think everybody else is pretty much in, man. No big injuries. Nobody really that's going to be out that wasn't out last week. So, so that 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 levels the playing field. That way you guys can get your mind together, get your picks together. And I hope you guys did your homework because I would hate to get back on here and be bragging about fourteen and two or maybe even sixteen and zero next week. You oh, never no. know. You that never know. Very hard to do, Rodney. You pull out that sixteen and zero if you want to. You never ever ever know. Well, you know, if you keep the tabs on it, I'm pretty sure it's easy for you to go 16 and 0. Oh, come on. That's a low blow, Royce. That's a low very blow. low blow. I know how you keep score. <laughs> That's a low blow, Let's man. Let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. All right, let's do it. We got the first game. Let's start, the, of course, the 1 o'clock games. You got San Francisco 49ers going to the Georgia Zone. 
against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, now keep in mind, the Falcons just came off a, a, a overtime win against the Saints, although Garrett uh, Garrett Harley missed that field goal. 49ers just fired the offensive coordinator. They're 0-3. What happens in this game? I'm going to let Rick, I'll let you pick first. I'm going to have to go with Atlanta on that one. You know, I think um, that, that emotional high that they're on right now, I'm sure that's going to have to come down a little bit. And, you know, I hope they don't go out there and take San Francisco lightly since they, I think San Francisco haven't won a game, right? You know, so um, right. I think Atlanta can, can keep it together, go out there and, uh, and win this game. I think uh, San Francisco can be out of shape a little bit uh, uh, with their uh, offense. Royce, who you got in this game? Well, I got to go with Atlanta, the way they playing, and San Francisco, brand-new uh, offensive coordinator. He's only been with the offense for a week. Oh, no, they're going to have a terrible offense today. They may do pretty good defensively, but I got to go with Atlanta. Uh, I think we all in agreement on here. I'm going with Atlanta because I think Atlanta's going to keep the ball rolling. Big win in the, in the uh, Superdome in New Orleans. I think they keep going in the Georgia Dome. So I think Atlanta wins this game. And we got uh, Cincinnati going to Cleveland to play the lowly Browns. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take my pick first this time. I'm taking the Bengals to beat up on the Browns. What you got, Royce? Well, I think it's going to be a breakout game for Ocho and C.O. Uh, so I look for them to run all over. All right, Rick, who you got in this game? Yeah, make that three of us. I'm not really concerned with the, the breakout game with Ocho and, and T.O. I just think they're going to go out there and, and beat the crap out of them. I don't, I don't think the, the Browns are really that good. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to have to stop picking first because it seems like y'all quiet on everything I do. You know what I mean? Know so, I went mean, first on the first one. You know, Cleveland let me down uh, last week. They were supposed to win that game. They broke my heart, so I'm not going with him anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's, that's probably a good idea, man. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. That's a real good idea. All right, then we got uh, in Rappaport Stadium in Buffalo, New York, the Jets going up against their um, divisional rival in the Buffalo Bills. Now, now, don't forget now, the Buffalo Bills put up 30 points, over 30 points against the New England Patriots now. It is a divisional game. The Jets are looking good. Anybody calling for an upset? Hey, listen. The Jets put a whooping on New England. They're going to definitely put a whooping there. I got to go with Sanchez as a man. I got to go with New the Jets. Yeah, I, I agree with Royce on that one. I'm I'm going with the Jets. I just think they're going to whoop up on the Bills, man. I you know I'm not really concerned with the points the Bills put up on the Patriots. I think the Patriots overrated anyway. And this game is in Buffalo. Don't forget that. At Ralph Wilson Stadium. No one's giving Buffalo a chance. They can play in the Antarctic. It doesn't make any difference. They can play in the Antarctic. It wouldn't make any difference. I got to go with the Jets. <laughs> All right, I'm going with the Jets, too. I'm going with the Jets, too. Maybe I thought I could talk myself out of it, but I'm going with the Jets. Now, here's the game I think is, here's the game I think is really – you say what? You never step out there on a limb, Rodney. Go ahead, Mr. I always step out on a limb. I, I step out on the right limb. That's the whole problem. Your limb a little flimsy. It's 8-8. Eight eight. Okay. You, you okay. got an 8-8 eight eight limb. Don't forget that. Okay, so now this is going to be a hard game to pick right here. I think this game is really going to set us apart. 
Okay, you got a Seattle team, which I don't know how to make the Seattle team right now. I mean, they come out big in week one, uh, lay an egg in week two, and they get big in week three. So I don't know how to pick this team. It's been the hardest team to pick. And they're going against the Rams, who got their first win, a game that I picked against the Redskins last week. So I'm going to let Rick, I'm going to let you pick this game first. You like the Seahawks or you like the Rams at home? Well, uh, I'm going with the Rams at home. The Rams came through with a win for me last week too. I'm glad they, I'm glad they beat up on the Reds from the Redskins. So I think I'm gonna go ahead and roll with the Rams on this. Rodney, see you liking this game. No, your turn, Rodney. You know what? Right. I think I'm. I think I think I'm gonna take Seattle this game. I think I'm gonna take Seattle. I know. I know. I know. Primarily, two of the touchdowns they scored. Last week was was based on the, the the kicking game, two uh, kickoffs that ran back. But I think that uh, I just don't know if they could put together two back-to-back wins in St. Louis. I don't know what Stephen Jackson is going to do with his groin injury. So I'm going to have to go with uh, – I think I'm going to take the Seahawks in this game. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Seahawks, too. St. Louis, without a running game, going to be pressure on Bradford. And uh, as long as you got Branch, you got a touchdown possibly. As long as Branch, you know, he's in Seattle. Uh, Halfback's been playing pretty good. He, uh, he's got him playing like college guy. I got to go to Seattle on this. All right. I don't know if I should pick Seattle now that you pick Seattle. Oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, they got me out there solo. Solo with the Rams. <laughs> well, let's see. On any given Sunday, anybody can beat anybody. That's true. That's true. That is that is true. And when they showing the scores, flipping them through, and they showing the Rams seventeen to three on the Seahawks, I'ma call y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, the Denver Broncos, the team with uh, one of the biggest uh, passing offenses in the league right now, going up against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, this game is in Tennessee. Now, uh, Royce, you go first. You pick this game. Broncos at, at the Titans. Well, Rodney, uh, I, kind of like you and Rick, I have a, a soft spot in my heart for the Broncos. You know, I've been an Orange Crush fan for the longest. I, I had to put my finger on this Denver team. I know what they're capable of. I, I, I think it's going to be upset. I'm going to go with Denver over Tennessee. Tennessee has been, yeah, uh, you don't know what team's going to show up. They kind of reach you watching. They win one week, lose another the next week. So I look for Denver to win this an upset. That's my upset pick. Rick, who you got in this game? I'm going with Tennessee on this one. Tennessee at home. It's about time for uh, Chris Johnson to go ahead and have the huge breakout game. Tennessee Young should be able to run the ball a little bit. Uh, Denver is missing Elvis Somerville. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with uh, Tennessee. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Tennessee this game, too, because I think they're going to lose to the Cowboys the following week. And I don't think they're going to lose back-to-back, so I might have to pick them to win this game. I might have to pick them to beat them this game. I like this, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick them. Because they, they got yeah, a lot of the one. Go ahead. Cowboys, so I, I got I to go with the Tennessee Titans. So, Royce, you got to the Cowboys. How the Cowboys get this competition? You notice how the Cowboys come up and they got to buy with Yeah, I know, yeah. We want. I ain't talking about the Cowboys. I ain't playing. Not stop <laughs> hating. I'm, I'm, I'm liking that, man. Stop hating. Yeah. They're not even playing this week. 
down on the bye week. <laughs> Cowboys not even mentioned. Uh, I picked him to win, though. <laughs> I do pick him to win this week. Well, they lose this one. They got problems. That's yeah, they right. They could be anywhere. Yes. Yeah. You going to watch the whole game see if they win or lose. You know yeah, they're not. Seriously. <laughs> and then we got the uh, Detroit Lonely Lions with Sean Hill at the quarterback going up against a Green Bay team that lost a close game to the uh, Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football. They got a short week. Um, I'm thinking I'm picking this game first. I think Green Bay bounces back big, especially at home in Lambeau Field, and they beat the crap out of the Lions. So I like Green Bay this game. I got to go with Green Bay. They just barely lost last week. I mean, that was a, that game could have went either way. So I, I got to go. Aaron Rodgers is still a good quarterback. They're still a good team, and no team's going to win every game. I got to go with Green Bay. Ah, that's easy for me, too. I'm going with Green Bay. I think this one might be my blowout game of the week. You think so? Okay. Yeah, it could be. You're right about that. Damn sure could be easily. I thought they got that front four in Detroit that looks good. Gidama Kansu and, and uh, some of the additions they made. So they got a front four, but it could no, be I'm a blowout. You ain't lying about that. Man, I think Green Bay's Green Bay's got weapons. They got offensive weapons, and and Aaron Rodgers is a nice quarterback. You know, I agree with Royce on that one. So you know, yeah, Green Bay. John Drive is gonna score at least two, or three touchdowns. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> he on my fantasy team. I hope the hell. He on my, he on my brother's fantasy team. I know my brother is like listening to that right there, right now. Yeah, yeah I know for real. And then we got uh, the Baltimore Ravens. This is gonna be a, a great game. Gonna be an early game on CBS, but the Ravens going up against the Steelers. The Steelers got home for the advantage at Heinz Field. No Ben Roethlisberger, but that ain't made no difference. So now this is really what's gonna separate us right here. Now we'll have to let you pick Royce. You were eight and eight. You already stepped out on Lynn once already. This is your redemption pick right here. You got the Ravens or you got the Steelers? Wow. I look for the Steelers to lose this week. They're going to finally lose one. They're going to finally lose one. They've been just, I mean, everything ain't going to always go their way. So we'll see. Defense is not going to get turnovers every game. We'll see. I'm a, I, I look for the Ravens to win it. You know, they always play. You know, they owned them last year. So we'll see. I'm think I'm, I think I'm going to have to go. I think I'm going to have to steal. Man, it's a hard game to pick it's right It's taking here, you man. too long, Mr. Mr. 16-0. I'm going with the Ravens. 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 Because I think, I think the defense, in a way, I know Pittsburgh's got a better defense right now, but they can really cancel each other out. But I think if it comes down to the offense side of the ball, I like Flacco better. I like Bats. I like Anquan Bolden better. I like um, whoever they're gonna throw the ball to. Who knows? And I, I just give I give it to I give it to the Ravens to go on the road and beat the Steelers. Rick, who you got? I'm going with the Ravens too. I mean, uh, I don't think the Steelers can keep doing what they are doing. Right. You know, right. with that quarterback situation that they have. I do think the defenses, I mean, if you give the Steelers a five on defense, which you surely can do that, you know, you would have to give the Ravens a four and a half, 4.3, four point three, 
somewhere right. there. Um, you know, it got dragged out. You know, I do think that the Ravens got a little bit more power on offense, you know, so I, I'm going to have to go with them. Plus, I like Ray Lewis. Yeah, yeah Jordan Butler like had Ray. a breakout game last week. He was on fire yeah, last oh, week. Alexander. When I say he did that, I don't think he can do that against the Steelers, though. You know, but right. I do yeah. think that I think the the Ravens to win is probably gonna be one of those twelve to nine type games. And right. I got Anquan Bolden on my fantasy team too, so big shout out to Anquan Bolden. Put up thirty two points from me last week. So big you shout out to Anquan Bolden. You probably shouldn't start him this week. Yeah, if I don't start him I gotta start T O. So I gotta make a decision. One way to well, why not I'm going with T O against the Browns. T O against the Browns. Yeah, I said too. Yeah, I said the same thing. I said the same thing. Now then, the next game, the last of the uh, early games, we got the Carolina Panthers with a uh, Clawson at quarterback going in New Orleans Saints, and the Saints got another damn home game in the Superdome. Um, I think I'm gonna have to definitely take the Saints in this game, especially after what happened last week. This is gonna be a breakout game for them. Who that? Who that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who that? I say them Saints. Yes, sir. I say them Saints. They're not going to lose again at home. I guarantee you. And they shouldn't have lost that game. I can't miss the field goal. I can't miss no field goal. So, I got to go. As a matter of fact, on the, side, on the side note on that, they do have uh, John Corny going to be kicking kicks uh, this game. They're not going to let hardly kick. This game. And well, I'm about to go with the Saints, Saints too. I mean, I, I don't. It don't even matter if they're playing at home or not. I don't don't really look for the Saints to to lose back to back games right now. You know that yeah. Reggie Bush push factor uh, kind of hurt them last week, but I think they're gonna overcome that. You know, I'm yeah. with oh, the Saints yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Now, next thing we got a coach. This is maybe an easy game to pick for us too. Indianapolis going to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. I'm definitely taking the Colts all the way on this game. I think we're unanimous on that. Am I right? Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead oh, and yeah. that one down. That's easy. <laughs> That's what easy game it's to call. It's going to come down to one game, y'all. You know that, don't you? It's going to come down to one game. If yeah, I know. I know. I can tell. Upset. I can tell. But it's going to be now, some upset. Now, this, now, here, now, here's the game I want you to play close attention to. Okay, you got the Houston Texans going to Oakland Alameda County Coliseum to play the in the Black Hole to play the Raiders. Texans coming off a loss to the Cowboys, and and um, uh, what's his name? Andrew Johnson's hurt. Um, he's gonna play, but he's still limping around. I mean, I'm, I'm caught an upset on this one. I'm taking I'm taking the Raiders on this game. Than they were last week when they played the Cowboys, and 
I look banana pretty much better. <laughs> so I wanted to go with Let me plead my case for a I'm going to give you guys a chance to change your vote, okay? Now, remember, the Houston Texans are a 9-7 and seven team, okay? Before that, the last two seasons, they were 8-8, eight and eight, correct? And these are the type of games that they lose. These are the type of games they're supposed to win that they lose, and they're going 9-7. And, seven, uh, and where were the Raiders eight. last year? And but that's, that's aside from the point. The Raiders put up well, the Raiders, almost 30 points Houston last week. A 9-7? What were the Raiders? They won nine and seven. Right. They and won. The Raiders, the Raiders played the Cardinals last week. You know, so I mean, who, I don't think the Raiders can go out there and put up points like that on 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 Houston. I mean, who you, who you, who you think they are? Dallas or something? Hey man, I'm taking the Raiders and upset. This game here is gonna put me over the top. I'm taking the Raiders at home. They're gonna put you on the top, uh, on the tee box. One or two, me on the tee box. He's either going to put you on the top of me on the T-box. So, go ahead. You have, you have to make those statements to us. That's your pick. You stick with it. You got that is my it, pick. Doug. That is my pick. Okay. Well, you don't have to explain it. That's your pick. And for what you I'm, 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 I'm sure not changing my mind. Uh, uh, well, hey, I'm, I'm just telling you That's what he's trying to get you to do, Rick. Trying to get you to change your mind. You know what I mean? Nah. And trying to nah. show us a, an example. We don't want an example. We paid our pick. Alright. We're gonna see. This is gonna be this is my upset pick. Y'all y'all mark it down. It's my upset pick of the week right here. And for just a quick note, uh, Texas A and M just uh scored to tie the game. It's two fifty left. This game is tied, y'all, thirty five, thirty five. Oh yeah. In Stillwater. It's going down to the wire as we thought it was. Going down to the wire, yeah. All right, so we got Arizona at uh San Diego. A Chargers team that needs a bounce back loss to the Seahawks last week. Arizona won basically on a, a missed field goal. So I don't know if you say they can win or of of Oakland lost the game. Uh, do you think? What do y'all think about this game? Y'all like the Chargers at home? I gotta go with the Chargers because they their coach's job is on the line now. They're not gonna play. I mean, I tell you what, they they have they have been the poorest showing so far. I look for them to turn around this week. <laughs> Rick, yeah, I you totally like the agree. I agree. Like I'm going Chargers? with the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers. I mean, I mean, I, I think North Turner is probably on the hot seat. If he's not, he's very close. You know, and I think that team will probably turn it around. But it's funny. They they should, they really are missing LaDainian Thompson right now, ain't they? Oh, yeah. yeah really. Oh, yeah. They, they, they missed Ryan something. Matthews hurt. They missed yeah, well, Ryan Matthews hurt. It's like uh, I don't even know what Sproles is doing, but Ryan Matthews is supposed to be the back to get out of the carriers. They really missing their team right now. You're right about that. Not only that, Phil Rivers, uh, he's just doing terrible. Yeah, Phil Rivers is on nice, that though, man. They, that, that's a nice quarterback right there. He just right now he's not playing real well, or better yet, the whole team is not playing real well. I mean, everybody knows that San Diego is a little better than that. But isn't this what San Diego does? Start off slow, and now all of a sudden they're rattling off eight Every wins in a row, nine wins in a row. Every year. You know, this Every is what year. they do. This is what they do. This is exactly what they do. This could be a, this could be a loss for them. You never know. Uh, then you got the uh, Sunday night game, the Chicago Bears. Who you I took the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. Oh, okay. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. 
You think the Cowboys? You say what? You <laughs> think the Cowboys? I think the Chargers, man. And then you got the Sunday night game. You got the Chicago Bears, 3-0, leaders of the NFC, the Monsters of the Midway, going to New York to play the uh, Giants. I'm taking the Bears in this game. I think the Bears go 4-0, y'all. I'm serious. I think the Bears go 4-0. Taking my team, uh, huh? Your team? Yeah. Yo, you didn't even pick the Bears when we picked uh, when we picked the uh, uh, NFC North. You didn't even pick the Bears, man. I'm already pulling my sheet out. Yeah, you need to. I'm not, no. <laughs> okay, where well, well, I tell you about my connection to Denver? Where did Jay Cutler come from? Denver. Came, came from Denver. Okay. So you picking rest- the Bears? Is that what you're saying? You picking the Bears? Oh, yeah, I rest my case. <laughs> oh man, I, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Giants on this one. So I got that Ooh. one again. So low. The Giants are playing at home. Disarray right now, Rick. They are they are in disarray, but you know how they do. You know they 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 pretty much do this every year. Every year, Tom Coughlin is on the hot seat. We haven't seen a coach on the hot seat more than Tom Coughlin. He gets fired every every year around the third or fourth game. He gets fired. You know, and they always seem to bounce back, you know. So, I don't know. I think I just kind of got a feeling the Giants is going to go out there and, and, and get them a win. Plus, I don't think the, the Bears is good as what they are displaying right now. Jay Culler going to have some turnovers. Now, think about you know, the Bears to be two great teams. They beat the Packers and they beat the Cowboys. Oh, here we go. Well, they, they beat one great team because I, I, I think the Cowboys are better than the Packers. But, you know, uh I still don't – I think the Bears – I think we lost that game. I don't think they beat the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys lost. You know, it's pretty much that simple with me. I, I don't think the Bears are really that good, you know. They play good at home, but they're not at home this time. They're going to be in New York. Yeah, I think they win this game. I think – and what's funny, a uh, side note about this game is Tiki Barber comes out and blasts the team, says he thinks that Coach Coughlin has no handle on the team, and – this right in the locker room, they're gonna be inducting him into the ring uh, come this Sunday. Him and Phil Sims. So he he he, he's been on a high seat for the last three or four years. I think this year the seat burns up. I think he's gone. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think this. I think he's lost the handle on this team. When you got players throwing their helmets up in the stands. And uh, I, I think he's <laughs> I, 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 I really do. I think he just lost the handle on this team. I think they're just fed up with it. You know, I, I really do. I, you know, he, he might have changed something, but he's still who he is. And I, I think it's just time to see burns up. All right, then the last, so we got the Monday night game. Uh, the Patriots going to Miami to play the Dolphins. Now, I'm going to tell you all right off the bat. Now, I'm not a Patriot fan, but I cannot be biased when I make this pick. But the Dolphins beat the Patriots, man, at home. The Dolphins beat the Patriots at home. The Dolphins beat the Patriots. The Dolphins defense is good enough to beat the Patriots. They were good enough to beat the Vikings. And the offense is good enough to score on the, on the defense. The Patriots ain't got no defense. They're good enough to score on that defense. I'm taking the Dolphins to beat the Patriots. Wow. I think I'm going to have to go with the Patriots on that one. 
You know, I'm, I'm, I, I think the Patriots will come out and do a little something. I really don't have just a whole lot of good stuff to say about the Patriots nor the Dolphins, but, you know, I really think that the, the Patriots will come out and win this one. Royce, who you taking in this game? I'm going neutral in this game. No. Neutral? Nah, you can't go neutral. Neutral. Nah, 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 I got to make it Let me tell you something. My my gut says that, that Miami wins, but realistic, I think New England is, you know, you can't go against them. And Belichick is going to have his team prepared. You know, he has, he, he's always been to the cages. He's going to have a game plan. They can beat the Dolphins, so I, I'm hard to go with New England on this. Mm. So you taking the wow. Patriots? I'm, I'm out there by myself with the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you are. You by yourself? Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how these picks come up, cause I think one or two games are gonna make the difference. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Everybody's out there on the limb on a couple of games and. That's going to be the difference right there. It's going to be a real, real good good show, too, when we find out what these picks are going to be coming up as. Now, one game I did. It was me out there on the limb this week, wasn't it? Yeah, we was all out on the limb. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm taking the Dolphins. I mean, Rick, you're taking the Rams. You're taking the – oh, yeah, you're taking the Rams and the Giants. You got them on the rim twice, too. Right. Yeah. I'm taking the Broncos. Yeah, you take Royce. You taking the Broncos. You taking the. Uh, uh, you taking the yeah. You got done the limb on the Broncos. That's where you at. I'm taking the Cowboys. Well, I didn't know you oh, taking the Cowboys. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, <laughs> they're playing this week. Yeah, keep keep thinking like that, man. Keep thinking like that. You need to take the Cowboys. I did. I did say this week. Now, one game I want you guys to pick that uh, that we didn't really go over, but I think we need to spend a little time on it real quick, and that's a divisional game between the Redskins at Philadelphia. McNabb's going to come back to the vet, uh, to um, to Lincoln Financial Field, rather, and play the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles his first game back. I mean, this game right here, to me, is the hardest game to pick. The hardest game to pick. you got a quarterback in, in McNabb. He's played ten years in that in that stadium in that city, so I know he's familiar with it, and I don't know what the reception is going to be when he gets there. Uh, yeah. And I wanted you guys' opinion first of all, who you think, what do you think McNabb's reception is going to be? Are they going to boo him? Are they going to cheer him? And then who wins the game? And, and Rick, I'll let you go first. Well, I know the right thing to do is for them to cheer. You know, once he come out, but after after this they cheer, that's pretty much that first. I know, I know, I know, and that's that's why I say that's why I say the right thing to do is for them to cheer when he comes out. You know, but then pretty much after that, he's fair game. But I think it's probably going to be about half and half. I think you're going to hear a lot of boos. I think you're going to hear some cheers. I don't think you're going to hear as many boos as you heard when he got drafted. But I do. I think it's going to be pretty much a much a, a mixture. But around that second and third quarter, anything McNabb do good, I'm sure you're going to hear a whole lot of bulls. Mm. Mm. And who wins the game, the the Redskins or the Eagles? I'm going to have to go with the Eagles. The Eagles playing at home, I do think McNabb's going to have a good game, you know, but, you know, 
That's that that's that thing with me. Redskins lose. All the time. All the time. Redskins the losing their bye week. That's right. Well, so you got this game. Well, well we talking about Philadelphia fans, the same fans that do snowballs at Santa Claus and uh, get locked up every weekend. I, I don't know what kind of reception they're going to give him. Uh, you know, he didn't leave because of money. He didn't leave because he wanted out. He was traded, you know what I mean? And they do on They that. pushed him out. Yeah. You know, and, they, you know, they traded him. And uh, I think the fans hated to see him go. Uh, but, you know, when it changed everything with Michael Bick, but we talk, I don't know what kind of reception he's going to get. I hope they do stand a cheer. But, you know, I think they he's played that so long they know how to – they know him. And I think Andy Reid is going to have something for him. They know the blitzing. They know his uh, mannerism. They know his release. They know everything about it. So I think Andy Reid is going to have a game plan. And I, I got to get a nod to Philly. Mm. Now, in that same respect, although you said that, I mean – you have to consider the fact that McNabb knows his defense. He knows that Eagles defense just as much as they know him. Now he's going. He's got a new new plays, new scheme. Um, and wait, before I get started, two seconds left, y'all. Fourth quarter. Oklahoma State's lined up for a field goal. It looks like about a 41-yard attempt. So we'll see what happens in this game. But I think McNabb's got the new scheme. <laughs> I know you're gonna say that. McNabb's got the uh, the new scheme. He's got the new players. He's got the new plays. So I think he's got the advantage. He's got the advantage on that. But I think, honestly, I think he's going to get booed, man. I think as soon as he comes out in that field, he's going to get booed. I mean, that's really face facts here. The reason why he's not there in Philadelphia is because the fans didn't want him there anymore. They wanted Kevin Cobb. They wanted Michael Vick. They wanted they wanted I mean, a brand new life in, in Philadelphia, so I think he gets booed when he gets cheered. The same fans that booed when Michael Irvin almost got paralyzed out there, you know, so it wouldn't be a surprise if they did that. I hope they come out and cheer for him, but I think it's going to be kind of a mixture. But that wouldn't surprise me if everybody in the stands booed that boy. And plus yeah. he's wearing a Redskin, a Redskin uniform. Come on, man. I mean, for real, for real. Okay, uh, the time out real quick. Uh, uh, Rife, um, what's up with that field goal? They hit it. They just hit it. They hit uh, the field goal. Oklahoma State wins 38-35 in the final, man. Uh, no no time on the clock. That was a good game. No time on the clock. So it's final. Yeah, that was a good game. No time on the clock. So it's final. Now, now I, think, I think the Eagles win this game. I think Michael Vick comes out, and I think the whole time, it's my honest opinion. The whole time he sat behind McNabb, watching McNabb play, McNabb trying to treat him like, hey, I'm your big brother and come under my wing. And I'm the one that went to coach and said, bring Vic in, this, that, and the other. I think all that boys over this week, because I think the whole time he sat behind McNabb last last year, he was thinking like, man, I can, I, if, it was, if it was a real competition, I could take this boy. I could take oh, yeah. this starting job. And I think he comes out on Sunday, so it's not just McNabb, but the whole Philadelphia. Because I think they really pull it for him to go out there and show and show McNabb up. And I think that's what he's going to do. He just got named this week. Matter of fact, today, the offensive player for NFC for last week, for this month, rather. 
So I think he comes out. I think he keeps doing what he's doing. He's got six touchdowns, no interceptions. And I think he comes out and imposes his will on his Redskins team because the Redskins is not a good team. Not a good team. They just lost to the Rams. So I know they're not a good team. Not a good defense. And I think Vic comes out there and lights them up. Not just Vic is playing with Chip. I think Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, these young guys that we now try to discount like they wasn't nobodies or they were just young players on the team. I think all of them come out with a chip on their shoulder on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see. But like I said, these Philly fans are some of the worst fans in the in the, in the NFL period. So uh, I look, and plus he's wearing the wrong uniform. You know, they hate the Redskins anyway. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen, man. So we all picking the Eagles on that game, right? We all picking the Eagles. <clears throat> wow. Close this week. Oh, it's going to be real close this week. Real close. But as you guys know, they've been following the show. Last Thursday, that was our biggest show to date, the most listeners were for the picks last week, and I expect this Thursday going to be the same. So I thank you guys for joining me and making these picks and everything with me. Uh, but before I let you go, Rick, i got to get your opinion on one more thing. Uh, we talked a lot about the NBA training camps getting ready to start. Uh, story breaks out today, and I don't know if you saw the uh, interview with LeBron on CNN yesterday, but it's like LeBron or his manager trying to play the race card uh, in the media, saying that he feels like all the attention, all the bad publicity about uh, LeBron switching teams and having a press conference was a racial thing. And me, in my <laughs> opinion, I think I think race had nothing whatsoever to do with it. It was Le, it was a pure LeBron James thing. He's on every commercial. He's supposed to be the ambassador for the NBA. Anytime you make a move in free agency and call a press conference, you're going to get all kinds of publicity, good or bad. I don't think it was right for him or his manager to try to play the race card in the media like that. I just want to get your opinion well, I mean, on that. It, it, it depends, you know, because I haven't heard the interview, you know, or, or even read it for all that matters, but it, it depends on in which context it was used, you know. As far as my opinion, uh, the ways uh, the race card could be played, you know, in the media, you know, I think that's just simply, you know, it's LeBron James. If LeBron James come out and, and, and have his shoes untied, somebody's going to report that. You know, anything that that boy do, that the media's going to be all over. So I really don't think that that has anything to do with, with race. I think that's just LeBron James, you know, period. You know, now I do, I do think – you know, as far as, like, the fans and stuff like that. I mean, because let's be real. I mean, it's, it's, it's a shame that we still have to deal with stuff like that, but on a day-to-day basis, we do. And I'm not saying that, that you know, everybody is like that, but you have that, you know, on both sides of the fence, to be honest with you. So, you know, some of the fans kind of turning their back on him and not liking him and all that, some of that could have been that particular situation. I don't know. You know, it, it you know depends on that particular person. But I do think that's possible, you know. But as far as the media is concerned, you know, and that spin on it, I think that's just the media doing they, doing what they do. You know, the media is always going to try to spin something, you know, one way or the other just to get them some pretty good ratings or whatever the case yeah. is. And I don't think that's yeah. got nothing to do with race. And you're right. I should, I should have gave you. I should have gave you a little more background uh, before I let you uh, come in, Royce. But this was the actual quote 
the CNN correspondent was Soledad O'Brien, and she asked him about the decision, you know, the uh, press conference and stuff he had. And uh, he was actually the manager. His manager, um, Maverick Carter, said it was just about control and not doing it the way it has always been done and not looking the way that it always looks. And it's when uh, when O'Brien asked him, did you think race played a role in, you know, the way you were covered? And James said, I think so at times it's always, you know, a race factor. You know, and that's basically what he said. Okay, so let me. Let me think yeah. was the race factor. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both because what other player that you know of that you've seen that people just get out and burn their jersey? I mean, you know, we had a rod here. You didn't see the Ranger fans going out. They traded away Emmitt Smith. You didn't see us going out burning his jerseys. I don't know of any other players that they did that to. And you know what? It, it's it's like a tea party in the NBA. We won't out. We want the NBA back. You know, these players now, uh, you know, the player of LeBron James caliber, you know, has done something that nobody's ever done. He was able to control his own destiny. You know, uh, the way these players are traded, you know, like cattle, you know, and stuff, and you wake up, you know, you're on a team one day, and you wake up the next day and read about it in the newspaper, you've been traded. You know, that, that that's not fair either, but that's the nature of the business. And, uh, uh, uh Kudos to LeBron James. You know what I mean? Nobody knows what he like. He's done everything he did for Cleveland, but for them to go out and burn his jersey, I mean, come on, man. Uh, what the one thing that they say about that is that you know LeBron James, you know, he may have done it in some people's opinion. He may have done it the wrong way as far as going out there in the media and all that. But as far as like handling his business, he did that the right way. Can't nobody fault him for that. It wasn't like he was holding out and all that kind of stuff. He waited until his contract was up, and he did his thing. You know, but when when you talk about that that race thing, look at how they did a rod when a rod uh, uh, you know went off for uh, over to the Yankees, and actually when he signed with the Rangers for all that money, you know, the media kind of turned against him too. You know, so I can't say that it was just race. You know, against LeBron. But then when you look deeper into it, you take somebody like a, a, a Dirk Nowitzki, you know, he probably won't go out there and have that big old powwow like that. You know, it's just, I guess it's just a matter of, of mentality. Le, LeBron wanted to go out there and have the big old shindy. Uh, A.Y. did that. But I don't think Dirk would go out and do anything like that. And the media would never turn against Dirk. And they, but you know, in, in, in all fairness, in though, James, LeBron did raise uh, $3 million for the Boys and Girls Club based on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Donated the money. You know, yeah. it was nothing that LeBron James, it was nothing that LeBron James, you know, did wrong. You know, personally, I wouldn't have done it that way, you know, but I'm not mad at that man for doing it like that, you know. But, you know, hey, if it was me, I wouldn't have left Cleveland anyway. I would have told Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, y'all got to come to me. And that brings up a whole other point. That brings up a whole other point. We talked about this when this first happened. I think a guy like LeBron James has a college shot because I don't care what he do this season, what what titles, if they win a title, whatever they do this season, it's still going to be Dwayne Wade's team. I'm sorry. It's still Dwayne Wade's team. He's the one that got these guys to come play with him. That's how I feel about it. It's still D-Wade's team. 
Well, let me ask you a question, Rick. If, if you were sure. making big money and you played on the Raiders, you'd get tired of losing too, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would get tired of losing. Yeah, there you go. I wouldn't be tired of losing. But I would be tired of losing. I would be tired of losing. I would of losing. I would be tired of losing. I would I would be tired of losing. But when it comes to my team, none of that would matter to me. You know, I would understand the magnitude of, of myself being a part of but then that's just me. Again, I would, I'm the type of person that would try to fight through it. You know, LeBron is not that type of person. People don't really even realize LeBron can go out there and do all that scoring and stuff because he can. That's not really his game. LeBron want to go out there and be Magic Johnson or somebody, and I love him for it. That's why I think he's the best player in the game. Right. The boy can do everything on the floor. I, I like what that boy can do. You can't say nothing about what that boy do in between them stripes. Man, that boy, he goes out there and he does his thing. See, when they took that boy, he was 18 years old out of high school. I mean, right out of high school. You know what I mean? Hey, he was a boy. He's a, he's a man now. He has a family. And I, let me tell you something. I don't fault no man and any of these players for getting more money because if I could get more money when I was working, I'd have took it too. You know what I mean? You can't fault no man for signing for more money or changing teams to do what they do. You know, basketball is for such a short-lived thing. You know, it's not like these guys are, are working after basketball. You know what I mean? They got to and, live on. And I totally, I totally agree with you, Royce. I, I totally agree. You know, but it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't necessarily about the money. In my opinion, right. I think it's just LeBron James and his personality. I mean, he's kind of passive when he gets on the court. He knows when to be aggressive, but you saw him in high school. He could have been hitting 100 points a game, but I got all these other cats on my team. The one thing right. that he didn't realize, you know, that I would have been thinking about, you know, is Dwayne Wade. Look at him, man. I want to win more than you. Right. And he ain't going to ever be able to do that. As long as he's playing with Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade is going to have one more championship than him. That's true, but he don't have any. He won't Exactly. But if he gets one, Dwayne Wade's going to have two. That's okay. That's, he just that's, that's, one. that's my point. It, yep, it's, just yep. like, he it's, it's just like the Super Bowl. What team is, I mean, you don't remember teams that don't win the Super Bowl. I mean, you know what I mean? You remember Super Bowl winning teams. You know what I mean? Right. Like but any you, but you do you do remember the person that was the that they had the the highest stature in the team that went out and won five and six and seven championships. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. and you you remember that person. Michael Jordan has gone out and he's won his. You know, Kobe Bryant, he can always say that he's won more than Shaq. You remember things like that. You know, and Dwayne Wade, I mean, me and you, we cool. I mean, I like you. Yeah, we do our thing, whatever, hang out. But I got to beat you when we on the court, bro. I got to beat you. But then again, that's my mentality, though. You know, uh, maybe LeBron is just not like that. LeBron just say, look, I want to go out there and win some championships, and you can't fault him for that. Can't fault him for that. Well, y'all know how I feel about LeBron. I think he's a hell of a player. I don't think he's the best player in the NBA. Because I think, because I y'all know who I think the best player on, on the planet is. Well, you got Kobe Nidus. You know that it's a well, I mean, well, well, my my point is, my point is, Kobe wouldn't have did that. Kobe would have said, "Hey man, you either come here and oh, play, no. 
Oh, oh, no, oh we no, gonna no. find we gonna find Mabenga. We gonna find uh, Jordan Farmer. We gonna find yeah. Sasha Vujicic. We gonna find Lamar Odom, Ron Artez. We gonna grab us a piece. We gonna win us a title. Period. And you if Kobe would have went to another, so if Kobe would have went to another team, it would have been a team where you can undoubtedly say this is my team. He would have went to one of those sorry, those sorry teams that was just paying him a whole lot of money or something. Kobe, Kobe has got that mentality. Now, I think LeBron James is the best player in the game, you know. But I know I'm probably gonna make a lot of listeners mad, you know. It's just a thing that I have, you know, against uh, Kobe. You know, in that whole personality situation, I'm not really with that. But let me tell you something about Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is one of those very few players that's done come through the league that have absolutely no flaws to his game. Kobe Bryant is special on the court. The only reason why I say Kobe Bryant is not the best player in the game is because he's starting to get a little older and he's starting to get them, get them injuries in him, and LeBron is taking that thing over, in my opinion. But Kobe Bryant can do everything you want on the floor. He shoot free throws. He he can handle a rock. He scores inside, outside. He D up. I mean, whatever you want him to do, Kobe can do that, man. Anybody that say Kobe Bryant can't hoop don't know what they talking about. We you know Kobe Bryant. Wait a minute, Kobe Bryant was just going at one time. He was talking about leaving the Lakers. You remember that, Rodney? They went and got him to man. They got Paul Gasol. He wouldn't have won no championship without Paul. He wouldn't have won it without Jack. I, I can't disagree with you. But Cody stayed there and said, bring somebody to me. I'm not going to go nowhere. LeBron asked the same thing every year. It got to the playoffs. Yeah. You need somebody to win a championship. They didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I agree. That's not, LeBron. That's not LeBron's fault. That's management's fault. LeBron wanted that same stuff. Go get LeBron. Who did they get, Rodney? Get me the good Don't go get me the bad shack. I know what LeBron is thinking out there, man. <laughs> All right, hold on real quick, y'all. We got to welcome in a special caller real quick. And, Royce, you know this guy should have called us on Tuesday. You know who I'm talking about. He should have called me on Tuesday. I'm going to welcome him in real quick. Hold on one second real quick. Uh, I know this guy. This can be Houston Joe, I know. Uh, yeah, it's me. It's me. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Yeah. I held on for you, Joe. I held the ground for you. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, I had to, to work Tuesday. I'm, I'm mad at my words, so I called in the next com- next time I could. But, yeah, the, the Cowboys, I got to give it to them. They did that. They, they, it was a good, good game for y'all, you know. They got left. Yeah, well, thank you, man. We, we, we appreciate that. Like so when a, when, a man can, when a man can state his opinion, they called back and 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 also not not also admit that he was wrong. I like that. I really like that, man. I commend you on that. I commend you on that. Yeah, nobody gonna get them all right, Randy. <laughs> nobody gonna get them all right. They got lucky. Yeah, I'm one with you, man. No, I'm full of yeah, beans but, but I, I think no, okay. I'm not in no way informed about like giving up on the Texans though. We just we right, got to regroup. Right. We got we got the Raiders we got the Raiders on Sunday, so it's gonna get our you know get the everybody back motivated, and we're gonna get back to what we're doing. But now, now Joe, I do need to be I knew I do need to be uh, honest with you, man. I picked the Raiders to beat y'all this week. Oh man, what you doing? Man? What you doing? Come I on. picked the Raiders. Don't, don't, don't he, leave, he, man. he over there, he over there tripping. I mean, he shouldn't have done that. How you doing, Houston? Joe, this rig, man. Hey, I'm you know I'm my bad on what the Cowboys did to him last week. I wanted the Cowboys to win just like I want them to win every week. 
But if it's of any consolation, I pick the Houston Texans to beat the Raiders on Sunday, man. Oh, whenever they face the Cowboys, I can't ride with them. You're a smart man, but this is my thing. It's like they, they caught that, they caught the hell against the Cowboys. Now they about to have that chip on their shoulder because everybody's saying like, "Oh, it was a fluke." No, those couple wins were a fluke. So they're gonna have that chip on their shoulder. They're gonna play even harder now. So uh, it's, it's gonna be a good look. Well, I, I got to admit, you, I did pick the Raiders to beat y'all in the upset, man. You know, and and, and I don't matter who has the best record at the end of the season, which I think Houston will have over the Cowboys. So. Uh, I'm still with the, uh, I'm still with Houston. I still my team. I'm still buying. Yeah, and like as far as the Cowboys go, it's like even a, a broken clock is right two times a day. So I'm not really tripping off of that little <laughs> that whole loss there. But like I said, we're gonna regroup and get it back. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that's all How you do, you boy? <laughs> now, do you follow you follow uh, basketball pretty close, Joe? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I heard y'all talking about the whole uh, LeBron uh, and going to the Heat. So uh, yeah, yeah I've, I've heard about, think about that. that. You think you think you think uh, now LeBron's been in the news today because he says that he feels like some of the media coverage he got by making the switch and having the press conference, the negative press, the burning in the jersey, uh, all it was was basically uh, a lot of it was race motivated. You think it's you think it was a race factor or just a sports? Well, see, See, I don't know about any of the race thing, but what really trips me out is nobody talked about the Heat's biggest acquisition. You know, people didn't really talk about this. I was, I saw on Sports Center that they just signed Barack Obama to the Heat for uh, <laughs> two more years, and basically, whenever they lose a game, he just gonna veto it. So they about to be undefeated the whole season. So. That's a good one. Stop talking to me. <laughs>
No, no, nah, you're not right, man. They're not gonna lose, but uh, <laughs> they're not gonna they're not gonna do them too bad. You know, they they probably gonna be in a good mood. I give, you know, I give. I I'll go ahead and call the score. It's gonna be. Uh, I give it. It's not even gonna be that bad. Twenty-one fourteen. I'll say mm. 21 mm. And, he, and he's mighty generous, to be honest with you. Who they who going to go out there and score 14 points? Jason Cameron. Oh, that's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Gretkowski, uh, what's their quarterback name? Uh, They're going to they recruit some <laughs> of the refs. You know what I'm saying? Please, man. He's going to go smash them boards. Yeah, we're going to see, uh, man. So we're going to see Yao Ming in the, in the Rockets uniform this year? Uh, that's a good. That's what I want to know too, man. I I forgot what Yao Ming looked like. It's been a while since I've seen him. So uh, if you see him, let me know. <laughs> I will, man. Let me, let me let me ask you a quick question, there, uh, Houston Joe. What you think about that whole Tracy McGrady situation, man? Do they like that oh, man? Hey, do not get me started on Tracy McGrady. See, well, all right. Back in the, I remember when he first was being traded to the Rockets. I was like, yeah, that's what's up. I was talking to my dad. He was like, who is it? Had to love it. Yeah, I was like, he's he about to make a change. He's about to go there. But the thing is, man, it's like, that's why I don't like when people compare Kobe to Tracy McGrady because Tracy doesn't have that heart. That's what he's missing. He doesn't have that heart. That's like he always got stopped, you know, first round. You know, he couldn't do anything because he didn't have that heart when it came down to it to put everything on his back and win it like Kobe does. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a Kobe fan. I don't like Kobe the person. I don't care for him, but you can't deny his game, though. And you can't deny the heart that he got on the court. So, so what you think? Yeah, what you think? How you think the fan? I mean, what is the fan reaction to even having McGrady in? I mean, I know he's not there no more, but I'll be. Are you? You think that you guys were cheated by having McGrady there so long? Yeah, honestly, I, and a lot of people, you know, really in Houston thought we should have got rid of him. You know, because it seemed like it was always something when I'd be like, oh, my back, you know, whatever. Then somebody see him in the club later on that night. This, this, yeah. this like I said, no heart, <laughs> no dedication to the, to the team. But uh, it's Tracy McGrady, he was over a while ago. I'm glad he out of there. Basically, the Rockets, we just need to rebuild. And uh, we kind of got cheated with the Yao Ming thing because he was playing in the in the NBA, then he was back door and playing in China. And first of all, a guy that big, you know, they really don't have, a lot of years in them anyway. So when you right. basically you're playing two seasons every year, it's going to take a toll on you. So right, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I, think that, I think I think they need to bring Akeem Olajuwon back. Akeem Olajuwon. Akeem Olajuwon. They didn't bring Tracy there to to be heard all season. They brought him there to to take him over the top. He didn't do that. He didn't produce. And uh, you got to have somebody that's going to be out on the court, not laying on their stomach, you know what I mean, or uh, hurt. So they, they did get to you. I think so. And I, I sure guess it's a matter of where you're from because, you know, I thought Tracy McGrady was, a, you know, a damn good player. And, you know, I, I couldn't really, you know, be upset at him, you know, for his, for his injuries, you know what I mean, that if he's out there faking the injuries, you know, that's one thing, but – you know, that back is something else. You know, I know I felt like anyway Tracy McGrady 
you know, when he was on the court, he gave it to him. I mean, even in the playoffs, I just don't think Houston had yeah. those playoff I, built I, I teams. Just, you know, Tracy was giving you your thirties and thirty-five. Yeah, but that, it wasn't a nightly thing, though. It wasn't. It wasn't a nightly thing. It wasn't as consistent as maybe a Kobe. You know, it wasn't. Yeah. Some, don't get me wrong. Sometimes he do it. He put on a show. You know, he, he definitely would. But it wasn't a nightly thing. I don't think he was willing enough to always put the team on his back. You know, to to like like uh, like Kobe would do, right. saying like, you know, I got to get this done. But, yeah, especially uh, going uh, so long without getting out the first round. I mean, for a guy, his talent is ridiculous to me. That he can't get. But out is the that first his round. fault though? Is that yes, his fault? You know man. what I'm saying? Yes, his fault. When you we got to be that guy for the for it, the team on your back, you should welcome that challenge. Man, as long it uh, man, it takes more than, in my opinion more than one player to do that. I think it was really only one successful team that um, had just that one top-notch player and everybody else was, you know, kind of, you know, I can do pretty much what you need me to do, but I'm not in that upper echelon. And, and that was that Houston team that won, you know, when they had Olajuwon and then, you know, a, a bunch of other players out there, you know, and they was they was able to do that. But any other team out there, man, I haven't I haven't seen it. It takes more than than just one. Even if you're that superstar, look at your coach. Uh, you see, know I, Kevin I, Kevin Garnett. I think he was on to something, man. We need we do need to bring Elijah one back. Just go ahead and bring him. Sleepy Floyd, Vernon Maxwell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam, oh yeah. Uh, bring him and his head back. So we can. Bro, can you imagine what Sleepy Floyd looked like right now? If he looked sleepy back then, we're going to have to revive him now. Cause, yeah. <laughs> he looked sleepy when he was 21. When he was Georgetown, he looked sleepy then. <laughs> and Rodney, 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 taking the greatest plays just like his cousin. All I got to say is, some of his cousin's career. Same thing as Jason's career. Some of his cousin's career. No way he they ain't going to win. You know, he still, sometimes he's, he, he, he hit 30 points. The other time he quiet. You play just like his cousin, man. Am I right? Listen, now, now, nah, now, if T-Mac, if, if, T- if T-Mac's not playing at the game, we're doing the Steve Francis thing, trying to party in the club, then I, I got to call foul on that one, man. I, I appreciate the insight on that. I got to call foul on that. Foul. Oh, I bet Steve Francis in the club all the time too, and I, I already I ain't seen him in the club one time, but I can bet my bottom dollar that he was. Yep. Yep. All right, well, yeah, I appreciate the crowd, though, man. I thank you for calling yeah, no in, problem. man, and, and doing your thing. Now, we I expect to hear from you on Tuesday when the Raiders surprise and beat y'all, man. Oh, now you're gonna hear from me when the Raiders get beat. You know, because ain't no way. Don't don't get don't get caught up in the hype, man. That's all I gotta say. Like Flavor Flay said, don't believe the hype, man. <laughs> all right, man. All right, all right, man. Appreciate the call, bro. All right, yeah. All right, peace. See, that's a good man right there. Kyle's in when his team loses and admits he was wrong. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. I sure I sure wish we can get that out of Royce, don't you? Yeah, last week I had to hear it by myself in Dallas once. I didn't have no help. So, I mean, I had to pick out both of y'all last week. I'm going to tell. So, I didn't need it. I need it last week. All right. All right, but we got the picks in. We got all the picks in. If you guys can go to uh, rsportsradio.blogspot.com. And get a chance. I'm gonna put up everybody's picks. I'm gonna put 
Everybody picks on the board, so everybody knows what they pick. There won't be no questions uh, come next, uh, come Tuesday when the show comes on. But y'all keep staying tuned in. The show, of course, is at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. You can follow the show, listen to the old shows. Especially this show, y'all can listen to this up until Tuesday if you need to rearrange your picks or something or if you think we're, think we're lying about the picks. And uh, make sure you check out the website. Uh, before we let go, man, I want to say, can't say go Cowboys this week, so we're going to say go Rangers. Right. Well, Rangers going to start the playoffs next week. Can you I say what? Go ahead. Can I say Okay. I, I want to negotiate my contract. So after the show, can you come see me? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to hold out on them, are you, Roy? <laughs> yeah, we're in contract dispute. He, he announced it at the beginning of the show. So next week, if I'm not here, you know we didn't resolve it. I'm going to be a holdout. <laughs> so uh, I look forward to talking to everybody next week. But who knows? We'll see how it goes. I'm going to have to put a LeBron James on it. So we'll see. All right, and Rick, you know you always, I've always appreciated, man, you calling in and your opinions. Right always on. Welcome, and we thank y'all for tuning in for the show. We see y'all Tuesday, same time, same channel, 9 to 11 next Tuesday and Thursday. And until then, see y'all next week. Go Rangers. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 